Greetings, beautiful beings, and welcome to The Breathing Bar. I'm Ahuvia, your bartender today and every day. Thanks for joining me. We're going into week 10 of our Winter Solstice Trust Yourself series. And I'm pretty excited because we're about to end this series in one more episode. And then we're going to take a little break before we get into the spring equinox. But as we continue to move in this understanding of what it means to really trust yourself on those deeper levels, we're working through the different kinks that come up in the everydayness of being who we are. And today we're sipping on this concept of being able to be still, even in the midst of your psychosis. And I talk about that all the time because I seem to stay in mine. And it's not something that's new. It's something that has been my entire life. At a very young age, I had nervous condition and all my hair fell out. And from that point on, I've had to learn how to deal with my anxieties and stresses. So at that age, I was 11, between 10 and 11 when it really hit, my mother put me in the swimming pool, took me off of artificial coloring and sweeteners, and I was a swimmer. So she would make me go swimming and listen to classical music. Back in the day in the 70s, that's what we did. (laughs) And from that point on, you know, my mother had a plethora of books around the house. So I would grab yoga books, and we had Bhagavad Gita and other documents and materials that I would just kind of merge myself into. And during that season, it was really interesting trying to learn how to find a balance with my psychosis because it would be overwhelming and I would just implode it on myself. And boom, I went totally bald. But even in that space of psychosis, I had a strong stillness to me Whereas I stood in the space of acceptance and awareness all the while. When I went to school, I would not wear a headed wrap. I wouldn't wear a wig. You know, that's not true. I did wear a bandana. I'm sorry. I did wear a bandana, but I wouldn't wear a wig. And I was like, Mom, I'm bald. I'm not going to wear a wig because I don't have any hair. So why act like I have hair? That's kind of my, that was kind of my thought at that time. And I went through all the bullying, and this was I was just going into junior high school, just started my cycle the summer before. So where I should be going into junior high school, hitting puberty, you know, beginning this next phase of, you know, my life, I was going into a school where I knew, knew no one, no hair, and it was it was really traumatizing. I mean, I was bullied. I got, they would snatch off my head wrap. I mean, I got called baldy. People would yell stuff down the hall. I mean, I had so many different situations. But at the end of the day, my mom always made me go back. She wouldn't let me stay. I was like, I don't want to go back there. Please don't send me back to school. My mom knew something, and I realize that now. At that time, I didn't understand why she kept sending me back. I was like, why can't I just be homeschooled (laughs) or something? But through all of that, I learned how to find my stable space in, in the eye of the tornado. 
you know, and it didn't negate the pain or the rage or just the depression that I would experience. But I learned how to be in a stillness with it so that it didn't just totally break me. And because I had implemented certain practices in the midst, it wasn't an overwhelming negative experience. It was very evolutionary. And it was something that allowed me to really understand things on a deeper level. And then as I matured, and as I went into, um, my hair grew back a year and a half later. But even when it did, I decided I don't want to take off the scarf because when I take off the scarf, I'm going to go through everything that I went through with the scarf on because all of a sudden I'm still going to be the center of attention. Because after a while, students get tired. You still get teased, but after the first year, you know, they left me alone for the most part. They were used to seeing me with the scarf, so they were just like, you know, she's just bald. She don't have no hair, you know. But by the time my hair grew back, my hair was all, it was about, it was all the way to my shoulders. But I refused to take the scarf off because I was like, no, I don't want anybody looking at me. But then one day my dad, my beloved dad came to me and said, Hoover, you got to take off the scarf. It's time. And I went back to school with a full set of hair. And at that time, anybody knows the shag. I had this big old curly bush on top of my head. And all of a sudden, I was center attention again. But this time, it was a different experience. And that was interesting to me because all of a sudden, people treated me very differently just because I had hair. And then my head is like, okay, everyone's crazy. I said, a person is a person. How can all of a sudden you treat me differently when I have hair than when I didn't have hair? You know, and then when I got to high school, my hair was extremely long. And I started experimenting. When I dress like this and wear my hair like this, they respond like this. When I dress like this and wear my hair, they respond like that. And I just saw how unstable the consciousness was of humans, period. And so I realized everyone's in psychosis most of the time. (laughs) And it's a culture. We're a species of psychotic people doing psychotic things. You know, Einstein says, you know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So he understood some things. (laughs) So when I got to the point of realizing that being still is, is something that's very powerful in my psychosis. It helps me spend time with it. And my psychosis became a part of me. And it never leaves. It's my inspiration for all that I create. It's creative. It's energetic. It's powerful. It's, it's, it has depth. It has range. And it complements me in every way. Because in my psychosis, my awareness is keen and I birth beautiful realities and realize the beauty 
of so many things through experience, through realizations and awareness. So that's where we are as we continue to flow into this space of trusting yourself. Your psychosis is not going to go away. Those thoughts won't go away. It's being able to say, okay, they're here. And this is who I am. And I'm not going to try and change myself anymore. I just want to expand the beauty that is here. In all forms and all colors. Just like a few episodes ago, we talked about embracing our darkness. And the beauty of it all. So learning to be still allows you to just be in the moment of whatever it is and be okay with that. So I know I went down a little hole with the alopecia and my hair falling out. I didn't really expect to go there, but everything happens as supposed to. So I'm going to leave you with this quick note. And remember that we do have a copy of the Trust Yourself journal on the website if you'd like to download a copy. And we will talk soon, beautiful beings. Give thanks. Thanks.